Hello again. You're listening to the news at one. One month after the devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, at least 2.4 million people have been forced from 50,000 children displaced, according to the United Nations Children's Organization, UNICEF. The combined death toll from the quakes and aftershocks has now exceeded 50,000, with tens of thousands more injured. Ava Hines is Chief of Communications with UNICEF in the Syrian capital, Damascus. She's been telling us about the impact of the disaster on the lives of hundreds of thousands of children in both Turkey and Syria. For these uh, children and their families, the situation is very dire. Uh, Many of these children are staying in in collective shelters. So that means being temporarily um, or maybe even permanently displaced from their homes. Uh, Many of these collective shelters, these are schools, uh, there are churches, there are mosques. So it means staying in in, in a space that's often very crowded. Families staying in in small rooms with other families, very limited privacy. And as you can imagine, if you're staying, for example, in a school building, being in a space where uh, there are very few toilets, very few showers, um, children and families even need to take turns in in sleeping on these very uh, thin mattresses. So it's it's a very difficult situation for these uh, children and families who'd who'd had to leave their uh, homes uh, so abruptly Mm. a month ago in the middle of the night. So one month on then, Ava, shelter is still a very urgent need. What, What has been done to address this? Uh, One uh, very critical thing is to make sure that these children have uh, access to safe and clean water. Uh, That means in practical terms, uh, bringing water to these places in in water trucks and then making sure that there are are jerry cans to to carry the water in so that children have clean water to drink, shampoo for children, as well as uh, detergent and uh, dishwashing liquid uh, to keep the small spaces where families are staying so that that they are clean uh, because, of course, um, poor hygiene uh, conditions in these spaces, uh, that's a real risk. And then at the same time, while we're providing this, uh, we also have mobile health and nutrition clinics to make sure that there are um, health uh, services available for for children as in these uh, places there there isn't isn't healthcare. So that means uh, uh, checkups, that means uh, medicine, as well as then on the nutrition side, it it can mean uh, high energy biscuits. And also in these spaces, as these children are also going through, it has been very traumatic, not only after the first earthquake, but also after the following aftershocks. So then it also means um, providing some activities to them uh, that can be recreational activities, uh, it can be playing, drawing, and then providing the supplies to, to do that. What about children who've lost their families, children who've been orphaned? Is, is there a picture about the, the numbers that, that, that might be in that situation and what's been done to, to, to help them in this very desperate situation? Absolutely. And I, what I can say is that, for example, in Aleppo, Hama, Latakia, these are some of these places that have been severely affected by the earthquakes. Uh, we've supported um, 140 children who were separated um, from their uh, loved ones after, after the earthquake. And then number of them were unaccompanied. Uh, so it's been very important to, to trace their, their family remem- family members and then re- reunite with them. And that can then mean uh, that the child is nowadays staying uh, maybe with an aunt or an uncle or, or, or with a neighbor um, as, the, um, as having someone um, 
an adult uh, who, who who knows them, who loves them, that that's, that's very important for, for these children. You mentioned Aleppo and other places uh, in, in northern Syria which were affected by this. Many of those are in rebel-held areas. What's the picture, Ava, in terms of aid and supplies, humanitarian assistance getting through to those areas? Uh, we had pre-positioned supplies in, in, in northwestern Syria uh, before the earthquake hit, and these were dispatched um, immediately after the initial earthquakes. We also have supplies um, going in, um, truck, uh, trucks going in, and, and for us, of course, it's, it's very important that we try to reach as many of these vulnerable children as possible, no matter where they are or, or where they live. The authorities then in Syria, are they cooperating with that operation, the, the authorities in Damascus? Well, we are working with with number of partners on, on the ground. Uh, we are we are building on the on the expertise that that we had at hand already prior to the earthquakes, the knowledge of the um, of the context as well as the, the partnerships, and then we continue uh, to do so. I think it's it's critical here, um, particularly in a situation like this. Uh, that requires um, all hands on deck. Can I just ask you about one other aspect of any child's life, and that is continuing access to education. Obviously, there are priorities, and you've described them in terms of shelter and medical attention, clean water, food supplies. But, of course, these are precious years, aren't they, for, for any child as they, as they develop and learn. Are there educational resources in place? Definitely. I think that's, that's a really important question, as, as education is, is often a lifeline for, for children, particularly vulnerable children. So we are in, for example, in these uh, collective shelters, uh, we are providing, um, in some of them, we have temporary learning spaces uh, that had education supplies. Um, at the same time, uh, UNICEF is part of um, assessing the damaged schools and then making preparations that, that the repairs um, can, can begin. It's now a month since the earthquake. There's a lot less media coverage uh, of, of the ongoing humanitarian effort. Are, are you concerned that it's slipping off the international news agenda that people might forget about Syria and Turkey? I would say uh, that this is definitely the moment uh, when it's important to, to keep interest and keep attention on the children of, of Syria. If there's ever been a moment when they need, uh, need the support, it's, it's now. And that's Ava Hines of UNICEF speaking to me earlier from Damascus.